Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV episode four. Today we're gonna be talking about seven things that make PTSD and CPTSD recovery impossible. 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 Seven things. Um, so for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kayleen and I had CPTSD for over seven, uh, over 15 years. <laughs> and um, now I no longer do. What I do now is actually coach people through their PTSD and CPTSD um, recovery process. And this fine gentleman over here. Hello. Is my boyfriend. My name is Brad, and I'll be joining you today on this journey of seven things. And I'm really excited to, to get started. All right. So this episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, and Broken to Unbreakable is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. And this is hands down the best. What do you think? Right, the best. It's absolutely the best because, like, we kept looking for resources online when we were going going through this and we couldn't find anything that was like going to give us a roadmap. So this is like hands down the best anything so that you can find online. The best recovery program on the planet, if I do mm -hmm. say so myself um, and our clients say so as well. But um, basically, you know, we talk about everything, everything of everything, everything from mindset to beliefs to relationships was a big thing. So like for me, one of the biggest things, you know, I could live almost with the nightmares and the flashbacks. And of course that was painful, but the most painful thing was actually seeing how it affected Brad and how it affected our relationship and our future and kind of what it was doing there and the places that it was taking us, which was not to a good place, right? Completely separated and the places that it was taking him personally, um, watching me go through that pain and um, how it was affecting his life. So that was a huge um, kind of turning point for me to realize that, it, you know, it wasn't just about me. It was about us and our future and our relationship. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people kind of express that as one of the biggest things that help them make the decision to really get better and to make that journey of recovery. Mm -hmm. um, but Broken to Unbreakable and you can learn about Broken to Unbreakable. I'm running a free training right now and I'll put the link in the description here. Um, if you go to overcomingptsd.info slash go, I'm running a free training on the three things that you need to do to heal. And even if you know, you're hopeless, you've suffered for decades, go to that training. And then I talk about Broken to Unbreakable at the end. So that's overcomingptsd.info slash go. And it's an awesome training. Slash go. Slash go. Yeah, so go check that out. So... Let's dive right on in. Do you want to list them all right now and uh, then go hit them one, one, set of, one set of time? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number one. Number one. You don't believe that it's possible. So seven things that make PTSD recovery impossible. 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 You don't believe that it's possible. Number two. Number two. You think that your situation is special. Number three. You believe that coping is the way to healing. Number four. You over-intellectualize or um, feed into what we call alphabet soup, which we'll talk about a little bit. <laughs> um, number five, you don't take action. Number six, you stop learning and growing. Number seven, you don't commit 100% to your goal. Don't commit. Those are the seven things. Seven things that make PTSD recovery impossible. And so these are all good. These are all things that um, we all suffered with personally. We're not trying to beat anybody down or make anyone feel bad about any of these things. Um, we know these are the seven things um, because these held us back and we see it every single day holding back other people. And uh, we kind of just want to bring some awareness to it so you can kind of see if you know, you're kind of struggling in a certain area. Not to, not, not to point any fingers, not to blame anybody, but just to like, hey, maybe you need some work in this area. So um, let's dive into number one. Right. So always, you know, never beat yourself up lady. and never, ever think that like this. These are all things that we've experienced. Right. Mm -hmm. So we've we've been there for all these seven things. And we've kind of had our own journey of realizing that these are things that will completely stop you from your goal and from where you want to be. So we've yeah. been there and this is all coming out of love and kindness. They sound, you know, like you'll never they recover. could sound harsh um yeah but, yeah, but yeah they're out of love and kindness and they're really true and mm -hmm. some of these can be hard to swallow at times um based on your situation and um just kind of where you're at in life but yeah they're true yeah. so we're here to give you a hug be like what you're going through is really really hard because we know how hard it's going through but also to kick you in the butt to make sure that you are making progress because that's what we are here to do um is to make sure that you are crushing your goals you are actually making progress that you are um doing things, making progress, improving your life, improving your relationships, improving your health, your mental health, everything. And sometimes that takes hearing some things that may sound a little harsh, but 
what you need to hear. So are you ready to dive right on in? So did you say give you a hug and kick you in the butt at yes. the same time? Give you a hug and kick you in the butt. I'm ready to time. dive in. If you're ready, are you <laughs> I'm ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Number one, you don't believe it's possible. This is number one. And number one, of all these seven things, this would be the, I think, the cake topper, right? This is, this it's is number one for so, a reason. so important. Yeah. If you don't believe that something is possible, how much effort are you really going to put into it, right? Um, and anything is possible, right? Not just recovery from PTSD, but just think, like, expand your mind for one second to think about something outside of mental health or something outside of your life, right? Like, mm-hmm. we've been to the moon, I yep. feel like I talk about this every episode. Yeah. Um, We've been to the moon and back and forward again. And come out from it. So absolutely anything is possible, and especially when it comes to um, PTSD recovery. Mm-hmm. In history, in history, if you just think about human history, the one thing that's held the human race back is the disbelief that we could be doing something like think of human humans a thousand five hundred years ago hundred years ago whatever but let's talk about like five hundred years ago um because i just listened to a um leonardo da vinci biography audiobook and just like hearing what the life was like back then but the biggest thing that held humans was the belief that we could do anything right the biggest belief why did why did um nobody crossed the Atlantic because they thought the earth was flat. They believed that the earth was flat. So they never even tried until Columbus, but even he didn't even really, but it's just like the belief holds you back from anything. And that's like the biggest thing. It's number one for a reason. It's number one. And that's the first thing in actually broken to a breakable speaking of beliefs that we work on changing. So there are ways to obviously change your beliefs and you know, it's like, I'm not just telling you to choose to be better or to choose mm-hmm. to believe something different, but there are ways to change beliefs and kind of expand your mind and expand your thinking and just make a shift. That's really all mm-hmm. it is. Um, a shift to believing that something's possible. Because so once you believe that it's possible, then you're going to put, then and only then you're going to put the effort in mm-hmm. to make it happen or yeah. to, um, like we said, number seven, which we'll talk about to commit to it. Um, so yeah. Yeah. If you don't believe you're not going to put in the effort, that's just the way it is. Whether it's consciously or subconsciously, you don't believe you can do it. You're not going to do the effort. You're not, you're not going to do the required things that you need to do. You're not going to, um, num- all these things. If you don't believe the rest of these, none of these are going to fall in line. So if you don't knock, this is like the big domino domino. If you don't knock this down, if you don't believe, you know, that, I mean, that's just the first thing that you need to kind of wrap your head around. And that's what we're really here to, to show you is that like, it's possible. We've done it. Plenty of other people have done it. There's no excuse. Um, there's people, there's my favorite story is from uh, this lady from, or she was a girl from World War II, right? Suffered, obviously, like the mental health help back then. And in the 40s. <laughs> even now is kind of like not that great. But um, she suffered for what, like 70 years or something. Mm-hmm. And then like got the right help and was like, man, I feel free for the first time in my life, 70 years later. So like it, like time doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long you've had it. She's had it for 15 years. You know, I had it for a little less, but like, it doesn't matter. It's like, you can do it regardless of any situation. And this is the only thing that's going to hold you back. And I actually was listening to something this morning about dominoes and a domino can knock down a domino that is 50% larger than mm-hmm. that domino. So you have this little tiny little small domino and it can knock down a domino that's this big, right? And that domino can knock down a domino that's this big and so on and so forth. And I think, I forget who it was, so I won't try to quote it, but someone did an experiment uh, of to, to make sure that that was like true, right? And they had planks of wood and they started with a little plank of wood and they made each domino after or a plank of wood 50% larger. And it just started with them just kind of poking this initial wood, which was really small. And it ended with them knocking over something that I, I, th- I think was like the size of a room. It was absolutely huge. Um, and they said if they continued with that experiment, right, the, the reason that they couldn't continue making dominoes was because <laughs> they didn't have space, okay? And I think they said by like the 15th domino, it would have been the size of a football field or something. Yeah, something yeah. absolutely 
wild. Um, so it really does start with that small point. And yeah. you, um, I forget her name, the World War II girl, but she, oh, yeah. you know, she suffered for 70 years before she was able to recover. Mm-hmm. And that kind of blends in well with our second point, which is you think your situation is special. So a lot of people think, you know, my situation's different. My situation, you know, I, you haven't been through what I've been through or yours was easier or, or mine's harder or mm-hmm. mine's not even that or bad whatever. or yeah. I've been suffering for so long. And that's kind of a prime example of her suffering for 70 years, 70 years. Like she's pretty old at that point. Um, and then getting the right help and doing the right things and taking the right action and be a- being able to feel free um, for the rest of her life, however long that is or was, mm-hmm. um, you know, she deserved that. And that's really important. Yeah. And that's, that goes on both sides of the scale. You know, um, when you think that your situation is special or different or out of the norm, um, like if you, like for me, we had it kind of on different on, we can talk to both sides of it. Like, um, mine, my experiences compared, like if, like we always say never compare, but like, this is what I did. And I'm sure a lot of people do is like, I was comparing what I was going through to what she was going through. And what I was going through in comparison was not nearly as bad to what you were experiencing. So like I wasn't, I like I was in a special situation where like, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't, um, mine wasn't as bad. I wasn't suffering as bad. So like, I don't have to complain. I don't have to get help, but it was like ruining my life. So like it matters. And on her end, she was like, well, I'll, I'll let you speak to that. Like, but like it was, it was so hard you know, that you thought it was impossible. You know, so like it goes on all sides of the spectrum and it all like comes down to you comparing what you are going through to what somebody else is going through. And like we I've said this before on here, it's like everybody else's life has nothing to do with your life. It's like your life. You're living your life. All you can see is like I would say like I can control like this, these three feet around me in any direction. And like it doesn't matter what he's doing or she's doing or like what their life was like or what they're going through. It's like, what am I going through and how can I make my life the best? And that's what you need to think about is like, how can you make your life the best it can be? And like, if you're suffering at all, we say this all the time, if you're suffering 1% or a hundred percent, you need to do something about it because you deserve a life without PTSD at all. So that is um kind of where I was going with um, the special thing. Like it happens on both sides. So like, um, you think your situation's special? I mean, it's your situation. It, it like it, it doesn't matter if it's special. It doesn't matter if it's different. It doesn't matter how it compares to anybody else's. It's your situation. You're here. You want to get here with a life that's fully recovered. How do you get there? Right. That's all you need to worry about. You don't need to worry about how it's how it, how it's different from ours or like anything else. It's like this is where you are. This is you. This is your life. This is your experiences. It's you. You got to deal with it. You know, like you got to do the things, the required things to get you to where you want to believe. B. <laughs> By believing. <laughs> By believing. Um, and that's really important. And a lot of people like when we kind of give advice and a, a lot of it is blanket advice. And what's important to like just as a perspective is like, how do you lose weight? You eat right and you diet. Or, or you, eat, you, you eat right and you exercise. Right. So you eat right and you exercise to lose weight. That's a blanket statement. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there are, God, hundreds of thousands of weight loss programs of this, that, and the other thing. But it can be summed up in one sentence. Eat right and exercise. It's very, very simple, right? Because no matter if you're 600 pounds or if you're, you know, six pounds overweight, mm-hmm. That's what you need to do. So um, when we're talking about different situations, it doesn't matter what your situation is, what your friend's situation is. What matters is that you do what's right. And that's really, really important. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it is a lot of blanket stuff. Not all of it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Every individual situation is different. But when we're giving advice, don't ever think like, oh, but that doesn't apply to my situation. Mm-hmm. It absolutely does. Almost always. Almost okay. always. Okay, so like yeah. literally 99.99% of the time, it absolutely applies to your situation. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to just kind of take that into perspective and don't dismiss anything because you think it doesn't apply to you or your situation because it does. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I kind of want to go back to belief a little bit. It kind of goes with what you're just saying. Um, but like, I guess it kind of goes with some something else we're going to say too. But like, um, not keeping an open mind, 
like to different things that could help you. It's like, if we didn't keep an open mind, like we wouldn't have tried certain strategies or tactics that have ultimately like were the reason that we recovered. I hope I'm saying this right. But like, you need to keep an open mind. You need to try new things, experiment with new things and like just keep that door open to new things. Yeah, I think that's really important. And that's yeah. a really good point in terms of belief, e- even even changing your beliefs, right? You have to have mm-hmm. an open mind to be able to be like, okay, like how do I change this belief? Yes, I have this belief. Yeah. Now I'm willing to try to change it, right? Now mm-hmm. what's the path to change it? Mm-hmm. Um, so even something just as simple as that or, or like saying like, okay, like I hear you guys, but I still feel like that doesn't apply to my situation and just mm-hmm. take a second and say like, how could I make it apply to my situation? Yeah. Or, you know, just take a a different perspective and keep that open mind is really, really important. We're not saying you have to believe everything we say or believe everything you hear, but like keeping an open mind will allow you to find new information that will help you along your journey. Like, I mean, I I think a lot of people suffer with this is that they, they get a new piece of data or information and they judge it right, right away without ever giving it a chance. And this, I mean, I'm just going across the board, like a new belief, a new idea, a new tool, a new strategy, a new type of therapy, a new, like anything. It's like you judge it before you give it a chance or even like, I'm not even saying like, give it a chance, like trying it. Like you, you judge it and you shut it down before you even like learn about it. You don't even like open the door just enough to be like, Oh, what is this? You're not curious enough. Right. Right. Or, or research it or yeah. And that open mind is really important. Um, just in life in general, right? Just kind of to grow and to expand your knowledge and like yeah. the the like the thing about the dominoes, like that doesn't apply to anything in my life, I, or at least so I thought, right? <laughs> Until I just said it this morning. I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's a cool fact that now is taking up yeah. space in my brain and like here we are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Talking about dominoes. So you never know and you can apply everything to everything. Mm-hmm. Everything <laughs> You can to make everything. sense of anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, the good or the bad. <laughs> so number three, and this is a huge one that we see time and time and time again. You believe that coping is the way to healing. Mm-hmm. This is dangerous. This is a dangerous belief because um, it's the same thing, right? So you believe that you can't necessarily heal, but you can cope. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can make your life manageable or you can deal with your life Mm -hmm. um, and you'll still have all this pain, but you'll be able to like cope with it and still carry it. Let me ask you, how did that how did that help you? That didn't help me. (laughs) That didn't help me very much. Um, That made me feel hopeless. Mm -hmm. That made me feel um, sad. (laughs) How long did you cope for? Tired for 17 years. Yeah. So 17 years coping, not the way. Not, not the way to healing, right? <laughs> and different. And um, it just, it, it's, it's so heavy. Everything is so heavy. Mm-hmm. And when you're like constantly coping with it, of course you're gonna have good days and you're gonna have bad days. But when like it, that's just weighing weighing on you all the time. Um, so it's extremely heavy because it's it's always gonna be there, right? That stress is always on your shoulders, and you're just saying like, oh. Today, I'll, you know, maybe I'll have a good day today and, you know, I'll be doing a good job coping, right? I'll do my breathing exercises. I'll do meditation. I'll do mm-hmm. whatever. I'll stretch, whatever. I'll, I'll go to therapy once every two weeks and, you know, I'm, I'm managing it and that's not good. Yeah. I'll go to therapy once every six months with the VA. <laughs> <laughs> Different conversation. But we always say this too, if you... Like if you, if you believe that you just need to accept your situation where it is right now and you, all you can do is cope, accept that this is the rest of your life and that you are permanently damaged and that your brain is damaged and all these things, it's not your fault because there are actually people out there, professionals, people that you're supposed to be trusting their opinion with doctors, therapists, social workers. I've gotten it. I don't know if you've gotten it personally, but like I've, I've gone to therapy where the, they said, you know, like all you can do is like, just accept it. Maybe this is your new normal. It's like, it's not your fault. If you believe that, if you believe that coping is the way now let's shift. It's not the way it's not the way, but there is a, um, a purpose and a, um, a purpose. There's a purpose to it along your, along your healing journey. Oh yeah. There, there's a, um, so like, like coping can be good, but it's just the belief that coping is the way and the belief that you are stuck where you are, you can't get any better. And that's just not true. There's a place for it on the healing journey for sure. Um, and I was told by a professional at one point, um, you know, like maybe you should just kind of accept that 
you know, you'll always work a minimum wage job and that, you know, like you just won't kind of have those things that you like dream about. (laughs) And like, you just have to be okay with like that lifestyle, which like, I don't, I was like 17. (laughs) Like, I, you know, I'm not like, regardless, that's not appropriate. No, no, no. But like, just accepting that, like, it's always going to affect me to the point where I can't hold, uh, like, a proper job, so to speak, and I can't achieve, right? And I can't make enough money to have the lifestyle that I want, um, and I just have to cope, right? And I just have to hold that forever and just hold it, <laughs> and because I'm holding that, I can't, you know, provide for my family or provide for my future, and that's really dangerous. So, yeah. right, number four, over-intellectualizing, um, we have written here slash you know, a lot of um, professionals, a lot of books, a lot of medical journals will explain how your brain changes, the chemistry in your brain changes when you have PTSD or when you go through a traumatic experience, um, which is so, it's just, it's so, um, how do I put it? Not negatively. It's so unhelpful that information, unless you're into neurology. Um, It's so unhelpful as someone who is actually genuinely dealing with PTSD Mm -hmm. and it's affecting your life. That is dangerous information, right? So like just reading all these high level journals that say, oh, your brain does X, Y, and Z and you'll never heal because, you know, your brain has actually changed and the neurons and the chemistry and, you know, they're firing at a different speed and like, and it's, that's overwhelming. That's overwhelming. When I read that now, I'm like, whoa, that's overwhelming. That's not helpful. Okay. And so, you know, we need to just kind of take a step back and realize that that doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and the other thing we talk about, right, it was, we talk about alphabet soup. Mm -hmm. And so alphabet soup is like, you have, you know, PTSD, right? Those are letters in your alphabet soup, or you have ADHD or you have BPD. Mm -hmm. And so you just keep adding these things. And what's dangerous about alphabet soup for the same reason that the, the intellectual, um, verbiage is dangerous is that it doesn't matter, right? So it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what you have. It matters that you want to be here and you're here. So what matters is the journey that you take. It doesn't matter what you call it. It doesn't matter what you call this place and what you call this place. Mm. So a lot of people get hung up on the, you know, the term PTSD. They label mm. themselves and then they they almost like you almost become that role, right? You know, I'm supposed to have PTSD, which means I'm supposed to not be able to sleep. I'm supposed to not be able to work. I'm not be able, not be able to function. I'm supposed to mm-hmm. lash out at my family. And you almost, almost feed into it. And that's not me saying that it's your fault. That's not me, me saying that it's like a choice. That's me saying that, that it's just a dangerous mindset to put that label, any label mm-hmm. over your head. Yeah. Um, yeah. and you know, uh, what we hear a lot is like, you know, I, like I've, I don't have PTSD anymore. Right. And a lot of people think that's kind of like taboo and like, Oh, like, yeah, but you always have it. And uh, no, you don't. Right. And so it doesn't really matter if I call it, you know, cured or recovered or mm-hmm. whatever I call this end result. Right. What matters is that it was affecting me 97% of the time. Yeah. And now it's affecting me 0% yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. So the journey is what's important. Labeling it isn't what's important. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people get way too focused on the high level, um, high level stuff. So like you'll 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 read. I mean, that's what most of it most of it was. Like when um, one of the reasons why we're doing this is like to like kind of like bring it back. It's like it's it's all this like heady um, intellectual information that you see on the internet and in books and everything, and you read it and you're like, okay, great. Like I know what PTSD is now. I know how it's affecting my brain. But what do I do? But what do I do? Like, what do that's I do? The biggest like what thing. do like how can I how can I fix this? And, and then, you know, maybe you get like a few things, but at the end, like you read this whole book and at the end you're like, okay, like now what? Right. And I'm not even sure that I even know what PTSD and is anyways. You and you don't know what PTSD is. The brain, brain neurology studies and whatever, all that, like that medical stuff with the brain is so new. All that it medical is really information new. is so, 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 so new. It's just as new and as like, the mental health field. Like the, if you like talk to a neuro- neurologist and like our, uh, neuroscientist or whatever, they're going to tell you that this, this field is so new and we're learning so much all the time. So it's just like people take this as gospel, what these people are saying that you can't change this stuff, but like really like you, they don't even really know. It's like what, it's like trying to explain, I don't know what it's, what it's like. I was trying to make an analogy for like telling a maybe space caveman what an iPhone was. Okay. All right. That's a good one. (laughs) Okay. Or or, yeah, that's a good one too. Um, 
But yeah, people get caught up in that. They get caught up in the identity. This is what I am, right? I, I guess in the, in the medical, commu medical community, like you need to give it a label. Like this is what this is, right? But like to us, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like it matters what you're experiencing. How do you fix what you're experiencing? You don't need to focus on what it's doing in your brain. Like it's there anyways. It's affecting your brain the same way anyways. But how do we fix it? Like it doesn't matter. Is the knowledge of knowing that your brain is like, shrinking and like all these things are happening like gonna like make you feel better and gonna help you recover no it's not and do we even know if that's really happening i don't know not the full degree but that gets that drives me crazy yeah and like the labels the labels that people like they like you said the alphabet soup it's like i love that I have ptsd and bpd and i have but then you like you you give yourself all these things and it's like you like you like but then you, you identify yourself. with it and like then you're stuck in it and you get stuck and then you're like oh i have this this i have this this is me right it becomes part of your identity it becomes part of who you are and then and when we say this people dangerous. get mad because they're like oh i do have it so yeah you have the symptoms you have those things yeah. those things are affecting you but, but how they're do you not fix you those? yeah they're not you so i don't mean that in a mean way like yes you're struggling yes it's hard as hell or I get people a lot like tell me that like, yeah, but I, you know, I've had this for as long as I can remember that that is doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Um, and no, it doesn't. so did I. Right. And mm. it doesn't mean that there's not you in there. Right. Mm. So when we're saying like, you know, you've, you need true you, you need your life and who you are. It doesn't matter if you've never seen that or if you haven't seen that yet. You can get to that point mm. where you can see that and you can be true you. And just last thing on brain changing, at least on my end, mm -hmm. if your brain can change, right? A lot of people say, oh, well, my, my brain is chemically changed, um, which means this is my new normal. Um, if your brain can change one way, it can change the other way. Yeah, and that's been proven. Um, and that is proven. And, you know, we, we know that we can actually grow the brain. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, we... Meditation grows the brain, the prefrontal cortex. Even um, something Whatever. as small as hydration, right, will change how the brain looks, how it everything functions. fires in the yeah. brain. Um, so know that, you know, the brain is not this untouchable force that is out of our control. It's completely within our control. Um, and mm -hmm. if we can change it one way, we can change it the other way. We can, we're in control. It's a piece of us. We can change it. We can mess around with it. We can mess yeah. it up for sure. Mess it up, <laughs> make it better. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. But. I mean like, yeah, that, that field is so new, but there's still information that, that, um, that's out there that is good information that, um, will show you can change your brain back. It changes and like you can damage it and you can heal it. So like there's, there's two sides to the coin, but I want to go back to, I think there was one point that you, you said that could help some potential, a lot of people on here, um, which was, um, you, you didn't have a memory of your life without PTSD like you didn't have experiences or thoughts or like you didn't know what it was like to just be you with none of this all all these other walls and layers and things of reactions of PTSD and flashbacks you didn't have a life you didn't you didn't remember a life mm -hmm. without that right but yet you still made that journey to a life without it. And right. that is really important. I think that can help a lot of people out there who like, I think that goes back to like number two, you think your situation is special. It's like, it, it's like, there's always, there's always, always, always a way. There's always a way. Yeah. And if you believe that you're going to find it, if you don't believe that you're not going to find it, it's that simple. It really is that simple. And you're going to feel it, right? Like ultimately it's like, you know, how, how do you know if something's you or not? Right. So like for me, it was like, you, you you just feel it, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, when I would get angry at you or, you know, kind of throw a fit about lettuce in the sink, um, like, I knew that wasn't me. When I was doing it, even, I knew. I was like, I don't know why I'm doing yeah. this. Yeah. I'm so frustrated, and, like, I don't know what else to do. Like, this, is this like, for some reason in my brain is, like, this is the only option is to yell at you for this issue. And, but I knew it wasn't me, right? So you're going to know when it is you and when it's not you. Okay. And yeah. so me is like someone who wears a Santa hat and a Santa onesie. That's me. <laughs> and not me is like someone who <laughs> wears a blazer <laughs> and like, um, um, dresses we'll up the Santa and like, next time. I'll, I'll wear the Santa suit. There's only a, a certain amount of time that you can wear the Santa suit. I you got to take advantage of it. It's just so it. hot. <laughs> um, 
you know, so you're going to know what's true you, even if you've never felt true you. Yeah. Um, and you're going to feel it and it's going to feel like love and acceptance and kindness. And, um, it's going to feel like you're giving yourself a big old hug inside. Yeah. Um, and you know, you're a good person. I knew she was a good person. And like, <laughs> I don't want you to feel guilty, but you felt guilty. You're like, I did this thing. I lashed out at you. But then there's that part of you who's like, oh, I feel guilty for doing that. That means that you're a good person. You have a conscience, right? It's like, I'm doing this thing that is not your fault, by the way. Like you lash out, you have like, that's just something that happens because of your PTSD. You lash out, you like all these things, these crazy things that go on is because of PTSD. But then you feel guilty about it because you're like, I, I know that's not me. That's not how I want to react. And that's in a way you can look at it as a good way. But like the way that you yeah. need to kind of handle all those situations, just be like all those parts, that part that's lashing out, it's trying to help you. It's trying to do something positive for you. It, Whether you know it or not, it's trying to do something that's good for you. And the guilt is trying to do something that's good for you too. But when you can bring love to both sides and be like, oh, like both sides, you have to, I mean, you have to figure this out yourself. Like what, why, why are you getting angry? Why are you feeling that way? Um, what is the positive intent of that anger? And what is the positive intent of this guilt? Figure that out. I can't tell you what that is. And then just bring love to every part of you. And then like a lot more peace, a lot more acceptance. Um, it's all about love, man. It's all about love, man. Love is all peace you need. Love, man. Um, and that's really important, right? Um, to, to be able to say, okay, like that wasn't me. Why did I act like that? And to take a second, you know, after the fact, you know, how could that have gone differently? But not mm. to beat yourself up and to say like, okay, what was the positive intent of that action, right? Because even if you don't have PTSD, this can happen to you, right? You've been hurt in the past. Mm -hmm. So when you get angry, like when I get angry about lettuce in the sink, it's because I've been hurt in the past from a similar action. So whether that was like not necessarily lettuce in the sink, right? That right. didn't traumatize me in the past, but something about that situation, right? Something about how that whole situation went whether it was how I spoke to you or your like physical action or the way that you spoke to me, you know, made me like kind of freak out like that. Mm -hmm. But if I can like sit and like identify, okay, like I freaked out because I felt that, you know, he wasn't respecting my space or something like that. Um, and identify that, okay, my anger was trying to protect me from not being respected, right? That was, mm -hmm. that just came off the top of my head, but like just an example, right, right. um, that anger, those emotions, that fear, that sadness, that those lash outs have a positive intent for you and they're trying to protect you and keep you safe from getting hurt. So mm -hmm. it's important to bring yourself love and acceptance when that happens and say, okay, this wasn't me you know, what happened and how can I change that in the future? Yeah. So important. Um, but yeah, that was a good, that was a great tangent. I love that one. <laughs> um, you ready, ready to move on to number five? Let's move on. Number five, you don't take action. So <laughs> nothing. This one could almost be number one too. Honestly, because if, you, if you take action, you'll change your beliefs. You'll change your beliefs, right? Actually, this could be number one because to change your beliefs, you need to take action. Even if it's watching this or listening to this, whatever you're doing right now, yeah. um, you, you took action to press the play button. Like that's an action, right? right? Or you and came and searched it. Or hopefully you, we're changing your beliefs about things. You clicked on right? all the links. So it, it starts with action. You're right. It does start with action. So we got that all wrong. But yeah, number five, all wrong. you don't take action. So if you don't take action, you will never see results. This happens in life forever, right? If you don't show up to work, you're not going to get paid. If you don't do your job, you're not going to get paid. Uh, you're not going to have a job. Um, mm -hmm. If you don't work out, you're not going to have the body you want. If you don't eat right, you're not going to have, you know, the the body you want. You're not going to have the focus. You're not going to have the energy. Um, if you don't put effort in, you're not going to get anything out. Mm -hmm. You can have all the information in the world. You can have the exact step-by-step -step process. We can give you the exact process on how to heal your PTSD, but you need to take the steps. If you don't take the steps... You won't recover. You can have all the information. You can you can be like the master of the universe, like and you could turn. You could be Google you could, inside your brain. You could inside be your brain and s still not see any results because you don't take action. Actions is the number one thing, and that's actually going back to number four over intellectualizing. That's a that's a big problem with a lot of books and things that you read is that like it, it's not action based. It's not like you go out there and do something. It's like, if you just do and do and do, like you're going to see results. If you're depressed, do five gratitudes, exercise. Each one of those studies have been done that um, 
that say that those have the same effect as some depression medication. So like if you're depressed, if you don't feel like moving, action, action breeds motivation. My action favorite quote, my favorite motivation. quote, action breeds motivation. You don't feel motivated, take some action. You don't feel like taking action. I know. I know the <clears throat> feeling. Very, 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 very well. He does. Very well. Um, <laughs> if you didn't get that, that was very, 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 very well. And one of the things that like, I, I always like to say with this is like, if I had a pill and in this pill, whatever, it was a magic pill. I literally had the cure to end all of your suffering forever. You would never have to feel a bad emotion again. You know, all your PTSD would be gone. All your heartache, everything would be gone. Mm-hmm. And I had it in this pill. I could give you the pill. But if you don't actually take it, it's not going to work, okay? Mm. So all the action is within you. And in regards to motivation and energy, I uh, did a depression masterclass, right? And I talk about the definition of energy, which I have on the wall here. And energy is the capacity or power to do work, such as move an object, by the application of force. Keyword there being force. So energy is the capacity or power to do work, such as move an object, meaning your body, you know, um, by the application of force, you have to force yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. If you force yourself to do gratitudes, if you force yourself to exercise, then that's where you're going to make that shift, right? You have mm-hmm. to force yourself. I know like a, a lot of people struggle with depression. That's huge. Force is a key word in the creation of energy. Do. Do it. Do, Just do, do. do it. Just Take, do, do. <laughs> Just do it. Just do something. Just do something, right? You got to keep moving. You got to keep taking action. You got to keep learning. You got to keep your mind open to new ideas and try new things and do new things. Don't just learn about it. Don't just read a book and like be like, oh, that was cool. Right. Take the lessons, even if it's a, a biography. How Take the I lessons. How can, I, how can I extract these lessons from these things that I'm learning and apply them into my life? One of my favorite quotes, another one of my favorite quotes is implementation, information, sorry, information without implementation is the start of delusion. So if you keep learning all these things and you don't take any action on it, nothing's going to change. Action is what changes. That's what's changed everything in our life. If we didn't take any action, you'd still be where you are. I'd still be where I am. It's everything. It's literally everything, right? We'd be really sad. We'd be really sad. Really sad. All the time. I put marshmallows in my coffee this morning, though. Marshmallow coffee. I'm not sad today. Okay, and that leads us into our next point, which is, you know, you stop learning and growing. So, yes, action, action, action. But you need to be reaching for more constantly, right? So you're at this level. You need to always be reaching for the next level, right? If your Mm. level is rock bottom, that's okay. That's where I started, too. Um, So if your level is rock bottom, just reach up. Just keep reaching up always. Because if, you know, if you are not growing, you're regressing, right? You're going Mm. backwards. There's no such thing as homeostasis. Mm. So you need to continue to grow, to learn, to get better, right? But learn and implement, learn and implement, grow Mm. constantly, you know? And it doesn't even necessarily always have to be, everything's related, right? So it's not necessarily like um, PTSD related, right? Mm -hmm. So like exercise, family, health, relationships, um, uh, career, you know, always be learning, always be getting better. There's audiobooks, there's podcasts, there's YouTube videos, there's PTSD TV. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's so much amazing information online for free, for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so always be learning, always be reaching. I mean, people, you know, there are millionaires, there are people who have overcome incredible odds. There, are, they're just Ellen DeGeneres and Oprah, like, they're on the internet. They're waiting for you to listen to them and to hear their advice and for them to inspire you. So always be reaching, mm-hmm. always be learning, always be growing. Mm-hmm. Public library. Reach up. There's the library. Easy, free, right? Free. Always be learning, right? Um, a huge portion of the Broken to Unbreakable program, like the last part is like, is, is like how do I get to that next level? Like how do I ensure not only that I, I fully recover, but like that this progress continues for the rest of my life. Indefinitely. And that, um, you know, like if you, if you just learn this much and then you stop, you're going to be, you're going to stop at this level. You're not going to progress to the next level that you want to be. So in order to level up like a Pokemon, you got to keep learning. You got to keep growing for the rest of your life. 
for the rest of your life and it's fun and it gets you motivated. It does. It's like when I read a book, it's like I'm inspired. I like, oh, I learned something more. I can do this. It's like I'm not stuck where I am and expands my beliefs, expands what I think is possible. And that's because I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm applying and I'm taking action on what I'm learning and what and what I'm growing <laughs> and what I'm, I'm, what I'm learning. Um, but you'll always, if you stop learning, you'll hit a plateau eventually. And then go down. Yeah. There's no, there's no plateau. It's always a plateau for like a second. Yeah. Millisecond. Right. A moment. And then you moment. go right back down, 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 down. You want to be, you want to be grateful for everything that you have. So some people, this actually stressed me out for like the longest time was like, it's like, yeah, I want to learn. Like I never want to be satisfied with where I am. I want to keep growing. I want to keep growing to be like the best person that I can be. Um, but then I had all this stress inside of me because like I'm right here. And I want to be all the way up here, but I'm down here. And like that gap was causing me so much pain, so much stress, and was just putting me deeper into my depression, deeper into everything. It just ruined my life, right? So like, it's a combination. It's kind of like you weigh both sides. It's like, you want to be grateful for everything that you have in your life right now. And you have to accept that this is where you're starting, but you never want to be satisfied that this is the level that you're going to be at the rest of your life. So it's like a mix of like being grateful, for everything that you have, but never being satisfied with your limits because you have no limits. There's no there's right. no limit on your potential. Do you do you have a do you have a limit? Like, what's your limit? Tell me what your limit is. You can't tell me because you don't know. And if you had to set a specific limit for yourself, what would you set it? Would you set a small one or you set a big one? You would set a big one because you wouldn't want to limit yourself. And there is no limit. That's the the ultimate. That's the thing. There, nothing's Reality. impossible, and right. there are no limits on anything, even physical ability. Like Michael Phelps. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Like. He's part dolphin. Like, who knew, though? Who knew, right? He didn't. If he set limits and was like, oh, I just want to win one gold medal, mm. that'd be a bummer. What, like, it, I, if you counted up all of his gold medals, what, he's, like, has more than, like, he'd be, like, the 23rd country. Oh, yeah. Something <laughs> like that. Like, he has more gold medals than, some, uh, than a lot of countries. Pretty amazing guy. He's uh, Pretty inspiring. kind of a badass. Yeah. Big fan. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so our last point here while we wrap up is number seven, you know, you don't commit 100% to your goal and this is huge and this is, they're, they're also important. Mm -hmm. Um, this is another big, like, yes, take action. Yes. Change your beliefs because you need those to commit. Um, but you need to commit to your goal. Right. And so we're saying like, it doesn't matter if you call this PTSD or SPL. S, it doesn't matter what you call where you're at right now. What matters is where you want to go and committing to that journey to getting there, um, no matter what it takes. So what I tell all of my students is to write something called a commitment contract. And I'm actually going to put this paperwork, I'm going to link it below so you can download it, so you can print it out, so you can actually do your own. Um, so I'm going to give it to you. This is straight from Broken to Unbreakable. Um, so this is really, really important. And this was a huge turning point for me. Mm -hmm. So basically the goal of the commitment contract is to write, you know, your why and your purpose to committing to recovery and what you're mm -hmm. going to do thereafter. Um, so I'm going to read mine. This is an, this is my actual one. So this is an example of my commitment contract. And then I urge you, of course, to write your own. So mm. my commitment contract is I, Kayleen, commit to the, enti the entirety of my energy, focus, strength, and soul to full recovery of myself and my PTSD. I promise to myself, my boyfriend, my best friend, and my dog, Shiloh, that no matter what happens, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how many nightmares or flashbacks I get, and no matter how many times I fall down, that I will be kind to myself, brush myself off, and keep striving towards full recovery. There is nothing in this world that will make me give up. I deserve to be happy, calm, relaxed, and at ease every single day. I deserve to sleep through the night every night. I deserve to have my best life. I will never stop. I will never give in, and I will work to overcome this so I can be a success story for all those who are suffering right now. There is a reason why I have my PTSD, and it is to first make me a stronger and better person, and secondly, so I can help more people who are in the same situation as me. I know that my PTSD and my struggles make me stronger every day, and even though I feel like giving up sometimes, I never will because of the love I have for myself, my family, my friends, and for everyone else on this planet that has suffered. I, Kayleen, vow 100% of my energy to overcoming PTSD permanently, signed, Kayleen. And this is this is a really, really powerful That gets me every really single time. Statement. Oh, my gosh. How do you feel? How do you feel after hearing that? Oh, my gosh. I feel so motivated. Like, dang. 
I'm ready. I'm fired up. <laughs> so you write that, right? You write, you know, what you commit. I commit the entirety of my energy, focus, and strength. Um, you know, who you commit to. I promise to myself, you know, my dog, Shiloh, my boyfriend, my best friend, um, no matter what happens, right? No matter X, Y, and Z, right? You play the worst case scenarios. No matter how many times I fall, no matter how many flashbacks, I will continue to get back up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, nothing in this world will make me give up. These are powerful words. I deserve this. I deserve this. I want to, you know, what do I want to do after? I want to help people. I want to be a success story. You know, there's a reason why I'm going through this and it's to make me stronger, right? To keep shifting to that positive. And this is really important. When you take pen to paper and you sign something, it's a big deal. Okay. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So when you write this for yourself and I, I have a, a sheet on exactly how to craft it. And I'm going to give you my example on my own commitment contract, you know, write it to yourself. And then I can lean vow 100% of my energy. That's, that was a real 100%. That was me first, get this done first. And then mm -hmm. I'll worry about everything else later. I need to fix this first. And that's really important. And so what I did, right. I wrote, wrote this, hung it up next to my bed, right. Every single morning, every time you feel like, you get down on yourself, like you feel like giving up, you feel like this is a hard journey because it is, go and read that. Let that inspire you. Let that fulfill you. Let that um, motivate you. So that's really super duper 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 important. Yeah. It's, it's that internal decision to commit no matter what. And this is just, this is just a way to help you facilitate that internal decision. Um, and it's like, once you, once you make, it's like, it's just, it's like a switch, right? It's like, once you make that decision, it's like, oh, I'm never going to get up. I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to, um, I'm never going to stop growing. And no matter how bad it gets, no matter how many times I'm beaten down, even if I'm beaten down for a month, I'm still going to get back up. You know, it, like if I, if I go down, I'm going to get back up at some point. And having that internal decision inside of you that is, is like a switch that, will change you for the rest of your life and will change the way that you believe. Cause like that, like that changed you. I mean, that, like that gave you the energy and the purpose moment. and the, the, the drive behind recovering, but also like beyond that, it gave you that drive and that like, I'm never going to give up on my, you know, my relationship. I'm never going to give up on my health. I'm never going to give up on, you know, chasing my dreams. Which like, if you're going to live a fulfilled life after PTSD, like it's like PTSD, like recovering is just one thing, but you want to have a life after it. You want to have like a, a fun, you want to wake up excited every day. Like, so just, why do you just want to be like, oh, then I'm back. I'm back at normal and normal for most people is not really fun. Very sad. <laughs> it's very actually a very normal. sad existence. <laughs> um, so it, it, it's that fuel. It's that energy. That's like, it's going to push you through that. So download this, download this. It's absolutely free. Right, we're just gonna put a link to it. Yeah, no email, nothing. It. Just download it for free. Um, read it, print it out, um, or or type yours up, or write, handwrite it, whatever, and sign keep it. it next to you. Sign it physically. Print it out if you do type it out. Print it out and sign it physically. Keep it next to you. Keep it on your phone when you need it, and know why, um, why, why, why you're doing this. The purposes behind why you want to do this. And I mean, she gave you a great example already of what what it can be. And how powerful it can be. And like a lot of people, I, we hear this a lot. Like, well, I don't have your situation and I'm not as strong as you. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have someone like Brad. Um, mm -hmm. And I didn't have these things. Okay. I didn't have any of these things when I wrote this. This was, I was in a very dark place. You know, we weren't good. We weren't probably no, together. No, no. I wasn't uh, there for every step. I was there. I was actually gone for the hardest part. Um, cause it's incredibly painful. And so it, you know, I didn't have relationships. I, I felt alone. Um, I didn't, I didn't have all this energy. I did like you, you guys get to see our highlight mm -hmm. reel, which is great because we get to give all this information back, but th it was incredibly <laughs> hard. Right. So it's not like, like, yes, now we go home every night and we're like happy and like, we're excited and we live this awesome life, but that's not what it was. And it's important to know that that's not what it was when we were writing these things. Right. This it was from a very, very dark place. So don't think like I don't have someone like that or like I don't have that kind of drive or that kind of vision. I had no idea if I would achieve those things. OK, I knew I wanted to. I didn't know if it would take 50 years, which I would have been happy with if in 50 years I wrote a book. I would have been really happy with that. Um, obviously, now I'm extraordinarily happy with where I'm at. <laughs> but um, 
it's important that, you know, it doesn't matter how long it takes to get there, that you just write it mm-hmm. and you commit. To and it. you commit, you commit to the process. You commit to getting better, no matter what it takes, whatever it takes, commit all your energy to it. Um, and that's, I mean, that's a great point. Like you see our, I think I might've even said this last episode, our, our chapter, like whatever, 30 in regards to PTSD. Like yeah. you see our final chapter in PTSD, which is like a happy, like, like we're happy. the end. This yeah. is the yeah. the fairy tale part. Yeah. And you missed the whole story. You missed the whole progress. Um, so like don't compare where we're at. Um, I'm sure there's gonna be people like, you never even had PTSD. <laughs> you're people just say that to me all the You're too happy. You can't you're not <laughs> yeah. allowed to be that happy. Yeah, yeah. If you had PTSD. Or some people say, Oh, you still have PTSD. Yeah, you some know? people okay. do say that. Like, <laughs> okay. Yep, already. Oh, that's so sad. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. Thanks for letting me know. Um so point there, if you're starting, you, you're starting wherever you are, you have to take, you have to go through every chapter to get to, to the end. And, um, you got to commit to every chapter and to every step and consistently taking those steps forward. Um, and you will get there and you will get there. So like, don't forget these seven things. Don't forget these seven things. Number one important we decided was taking action and believing that it's possible. So take away that, take action, take action, take action, do stuff do stuff do it do it do it do it do it do it run at a hundred miles an hour in one direction and if it's wrong you're going to know really fast and Mm -hmm. if it's right you're that much further in Mm -hmm. so run fast do it do your best remember you have to force you need force to create energy Mm -hmm. that's really important do it get inspired get motivated surround yourself with positive inputs and you'll get there. I promise. We believe in you. We know that you can do it. It doesn't matter what your situation is. It doesn't matter if it's been 70 years or seven months. It does not matter. Mm. We know you can do it. We know you can crush it. And we know you can live this highlight reel. This is great. We love our life and it's only getting better. Okay. And we know that you guys all can achieve this. Mm. And we're very grateful for what we have, but we're not satisfied with what we have right now because we're, we're, we shooting, we shooting high. We shooting far for the stars, shooting for the stars and beyond. So, um, some things coming up. So soon we're going to be reviewing this book. This is, um, by Amy Warren, 13 things mentally strong women don't do. So this is an awesome book. She sent us this, um, and that will be, um, that's going to be our next episode. Point. Yeah. Next right. episode. It'll be this book. This is an awesome book. So you can look forward to that where we're going to be talking about the themes and kind of how it won't be like a classic book review. It won't be like, Oh, this chapter is about this. It's going to be talking about the themes and why they're important and how they apply mm-hmm. to your life and PTSD. And, yeah. um, it is a great book. I'll say that right out the gate. Um, the other thing is for, for the men who are watching it, it's not specifically like it's, it's marketed for women. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it try not to be turned off by the fact that it says women. Cause it's, it's, it's applicable across the board. Yeah, she does yeah. have a series of books. Um, people. Yeah. She people, has one that's yeah. 13. Um, what is it? 13 things that mentally strong people. Don't right. Do. Um, so again, keep an open mind. Same thing, yeah, right? Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, it's all great stuff. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. The stories and like kind of like the the things that she brings is is just targeted for women, but like the the actual lessons obviously can apply to In terms of like women, it it just, it kind of makes you feel like validated, you know, that other women kind of go through the same prejudices and the same kind of sexism, um, but it's not invalid for men. Mm -hmm. So great book. So we're going to be doing that next week or next episode. Um, a few resources here. Of course, we have the three amazing relief tools for PTSD anxiety. This is an amazing book. You know, the first step is belief. The first step is doing stuff. <laughs> Calm your anxiety and you'll be, it'll open the door to be able to do stuff, to be able to motivate yourself, mm. to be able to um, continue to move forward. So this is a free book, just shipping, right? It's just the yep, shipping just cost. The shipping. So we don't make any money off of this book. Um, mm-hmm. it's completely free. I spent a lot of time putting this together because people are always asking me, Oh, like, what do I do? Like, What's I can't, I like, can't yeah, what do, I do? do anything. Like I can't do I can't anything. Function, yeah. I can't function because of my anxiety. I can't leave the house because of my anxiety. Um, or right. I'm stuck. I'm depressed. I can't even get out of bed. So with this book, so if you go to the order page, this is a free book. Um, I'm selling, I talked about earlier the PTSD, um, 
the depression masterclass. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, it's like 68% off. So if you buy the book, um, you can also buy the depression masterclass, which is an amazing, amazing mm -hmm. program. Um, so you can get unstuck, so you can get out of bed, so you can get to just doing, mm -hmm. um, when we talk about all those things, you'll see me do a lot of silly things, not in a Santa yeah. hat, unfortunately, but still a lot of silly things. Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course the jumpstart your PTSD recovery program. So this is a 10 day jumpstart program and it's just to kind of get the ball rolling, right? Get you moving, get you going. So calm the anxiety, get you out of bed with the mm -hmm. depression masterclass and then get you on the right track on the right journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so to get this, you can go do overcoming PTSD.info slash free book. Mm -hmm. So that's overcoming PTSD.info slash free book. And I'll put the link below this. Um, and then there was one more thing. Um, oh, I want to say something. Yeah, go ahead. I want to say something like, um, we talked about over intellectualizing things in books that like you leave and you read and you have no idea what to do. Like your life doesn't improve. It's like, oh, I know more, but my life doesn't actually get better. And that's what we found with a lot of books. So what Kayleen has done has is like distill like the actions that you need to take because action is everything. Action is number one. She gives you the tools to take action on. In here, every single day, you're gonna be taking action. That's why it's so short. You're like, oh, how can I get value out of a out of a short book? Because it's like you learn these things and then you do them. You do them. The value comes from you doing them, not from a hundred page like or a, a, a thousand page book or whatever. Right. Like, so the value comes based. from you doing what she's teaching you, and you're gonna see like incredible results. So like, if you're feeling stuck, definitely get these. Like, it's a free book. You can't you're go wrong. Hopeless. Get these. Get these, get these, get these, get these. Mm -hmm. It's so, so important that you surround yourself with stuff like this, especially if you have PTSD yeah. or CPTSD, that you surround yourself with these resources because they're mm -hmm. going to give you hope. They're going to get you to take action. They're going to give you motivation and they're going to get you on mm -hmm. your recovery journey. Yeah. Commit to it. Commit to it. Commit to it. Commit to learning. Commit do, to yeah, taking do action. Do the commitment contract, which will link. So download that, write it out, spend some time on it, think about it. Really important. Post it next to your bed. Put it as the background on your phone. Yeah, um, yeah. Other free resources as we wrap up here, we have, of course, the um, Positivity Only um, Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And we'll put a link below. It's called Healing PTSD. And we'll put a link below the video as well. Um, the Facebook page, of course, the Instagram page, all Overcoming PTSD. The YouTube page, mm -hmm. if you're on this on a podcast, um, the YouTube channel is Overcoming PTSD. If you're on this on the YouTube, um, the podcasts are on iTunes, on, on everything. the podcast on app, everywhere. on Spotify, so you can yeah. listen um, you know, while you're in the car or something like mm -hmm. that, so you don't necessarily have to watch us. You can listen to us, although you'll miss the Santa hat and you'll miss the Santa suit, <laughs> but I'll post pictures of that anyway. <laughs> so anything else before we wrap up here today? Yeah, your free training. The free training, like yep. I spoke about at the beginning of if, the. If you want to learn, if you want to learn how she, um, like her, like more of like her story and our story and how we were able to kind of like go through this together, no, no details or anything, just like just the journey. Yep. No, no trauma stuff. No, um, nothing no triggers. Like no, nothing. Just like you want to learn what she did, and like how she was able to go through the process from going from broken. To unbreakable, to unbreakable. <laughs> sign up for that free training it's overcoming ptsd.info slash go that's overcoming ptsd.info slash go go there go there go there go there and um sign up 100 percent free right and at the end she'll tell you a little about if you want a little bit more help or want to learn a little bit more about how you can get some personal help from her um She'll tell you a little bit about the program that she runs, Broken to Unbreakable, at the end. So either way, I mean, you're going to get inspired. You're going to get motivated. You're going to learn something, and you're going to get get a little push forward. And if you need extra resources from Kayleen personally, she'll she'll share a little bit about how you can get involved if you are interested yeah. with that. Yeah. As but always, think, you can email me. Yeah. Um, and uh, I hope to see you around the platforms. I hope to see you in these platforms. Mm -hmm. I hope to see you in the Broken to Unbreakable platform. Yeah, uh, of course, yeah. you get personal coaching with me. Um, so obviously, we'll know. We'll know if you're in there. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, let us, hope you enjoy. Let us know if yeah. there's anything you want to hear or yes. anything you want yes. us to speak about. Um, and we're looking forward to, we have a lot of books sent from authors. I think we, we're up to like 12 books. Yeah. Um, we so we're going to cool do ones. some book reviews. There's a lot of great information that we're going to be sending your way. Um, mm. So yeah, comment below. 
send us an email with what you want us to cover in the future. What are some challenges you're facing right now that you'd like us to discuss? We're always looking for new ideas to talk to help you in the best way possible. So send us an email with that. Just be like PTS TV idea and, uh, you know, send us a challenge that you're happening with or you're having trouble with. Don't forget to um, subscribe, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Bing. And um, I think that maybe is all that we I have for you. So we'll good. repeat those seven things one more time. So seven things that make PTSD recovery impossible. You don't believe it's possible. You think your situation's special. You believe that coping is the way to healing. You over-intellectualize healing or you add to your alphabet soup. You don't take action. You stop learning and growing. You don't commit 100% to your goal. So. And how do you commit? Commitment contract. Get that commitment contract. Get Do it done. It. It's free. Let me know download if you have any questions. No email or anything. No, email Just download me. it. Um, and we um, we love you all. We believe in you 100%, 1 bajillion percent. We know you can I, do I this. I believe all of you 2 billion, 2 bajillion. He's a one-upper. Yeah. And um, we will see you soon in the next episode. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye.